0: Hello! It's us! It's you! We're here! Together! Why are we here? For another exciting week on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, Argentina's number five television (coughs) show podcast. And I don't think we've kept that. I think we've been
1: drastically falling since, but we're gonna (laughs) wear that badge proudly for the rest of our lives. Welcome to the show you can officially support You Can't Disappoint a Podcast now on Patreon at patreon.com slash can't It's the place to go to help us move this show forward and there's all kinds of exclusive content, fun interaction events with Steven and myself and all types of ways to influence our show on a weekly basis. So please consider supporting us on Patreon.
0: If you wanna get in on the action, make sure you email us your trivia, your MVP and your funniest moments from that week's episode over to our email at cantdisappointpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com and we will read it right here on the show. We sure
1: will, even if you <laughs> beg us not to.
0: Also, <laughs> hang out with us on the socials
1: every week off the podcast. You know, we're on Facebook and YouTube under our podcast title. You can also find us on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast and Twitter, where we probably do the most of our uh, uh, jovial lollygaggery at You Can't
0: Disappoint. So come hang out with us over there. Yeah, make sure you uh, give us, you smash that like and subscribe button. Give us that more. attention
1: that we so desperately crave.
0: Yeah, throw, throw us your hearts, your wallets, and a couple kisses here and there. And we'll keep on pushing out this baby of ours that we call You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. I was El Hey,
1: hey F.A.
0: Hola. Hola. What are you doing? Who are these tiny people? i picked up shirley's kids from school and i'm helping them with their spanish homework hey kids Ooh. what why to prove i'm a responsible dad this proves you're a kidnapper what the hell's wrong with you i am nuts jeff get with the program clap sync real quick one two three what are you sinking one two three um remember that game uh, that they used to sell at the Christian bookstore uh, that was VeggieTales game don't sink in the sink that's what I'm thinking with I feel like that's not the first time you've mentioned that probably not I really liked that game
1: hello baby boy hello my beautiful my beautiful baby boy how are you hi mom Welcome everyone to another week.
0: You can't disappoint a podcast. Yeah, yeah, you can't disappoint a podcast. We're still this here. This is the theme song that we had this. written. Yeah. And thank you to Beck for writing that theme
1: song for us. <laughs> I'm sad. You know, I saw him in oh,
0: concert. Really? Was it good? Um, his musicians were really good. He was he was pretty cool. I guess it was a it was a really weird concert. I went with uh, my girlfriend at the time, who we did not stay together very much longer after that. Okay. Uh, but like it was with her parents and her brother and his mm. now ex-wife, and it mm. was U2 and Beck at Lucas mm. Oil Stadium. Interesting. U2 was f-ing awesome.
1: I don't really care for U2 that much, but it doesn't surprise me that they, they were put great in concert. concert. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Bono just like waved his dick around the whole time. It wow. And really that's what you
1: want when you see U2. Yeah. That's what you expect.
0: That's what it was. Welcome to the show, everyone. Very little music.
1: A lot of Bono dick flicking going on this week. I'm Zach, and my mom's name really is Laquanda. (laughs)
0: Uh, I'm Steven, and I could get three to five years just for doing this show with Zach.
1: Wow. And... (laughs) If I play my cards right, it'll be twenty to life. Welcome <laughs> to the boy, show, boy.
0: Boy, does he play his cards right?
1: We're glad you're here. Shout out, as always, to our proud community padre at communities on Twitter. I don't have anything weirdly sexual to say about it this time. You got anything in the tank?
0: um Who do you think is more or less proud of us, communities, when we call him our papa or our actual biological fathers?
1: You know, I think the level of proud is just about the same. I think it's an even tie all the way through. (laughs) That's sad, but let's shout out the people who help bring us this show every week. It's our $10 and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. It's the official home of giving your money to Steven and myself. Mm -hmm. You can get all kinds of exclusive content over there and be put on this list. That I'm about In a to legal
0: read. way this time.
1: Yes, those people are Brian Thurman, Mary Baker Budisa, Justin Brummett, and Danny M. Lugo. All people that we love very much and we would love to add your name to it. If you're interested, patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. Get into it. What are you doing?
0: Yeah, get get into it. What are get you doing? It. What are you doing? Get into it. What are you doing?
1: So what have you been getting into in, in the weeks since we've, we've done one of these?
0: A um, lot of dancing, a lot of practicing. Uh, mm-hmm. My body's sore, but my heart is full, Zachary.
1: And much how I feel every week at the end of recording this <laughs> podcast with you. <laughs> Even just yeah. from opposite sides of the Midwest, uh, the, the sexual chemistry between us is so strong that it wears me out. I'm sore by the end of one of these.
0: I sit on a towel. For a number of reasons, but (laughs) one of them... I do most
1: of my best work with a towel (laughs) underneath me, because you never know what's going to flow.
0: Well, you never know. And I don't want to ruin another chair.
1: (laughs) So that's your week. That sounds weird.
0: Yeah, Uh, uh, it was Easter. It was good. Yeah, it was Easter. I
1: hope everyone had a happy holiday if you celebrate it. I hope the good old bunny Jesus brought you some, some heartwarming Easter eggs and religious
0: vicious wrath. Hip hop don't kill me, because he hips and hops, he's a bunny rabbit, but also don't kill him, because he's Jesus, been there, tried that, didn't you, you Romans, you thought I was going to say Jews, didn't you,
1: Jewish I... person, it's, it's wrong, I never know what's about to come out of your mouth, Stephen, <laughs> I never am pre-thinking uh, of what is about to come next,
0: now, uh, funny Easter, Easter story, I guess, okay, I'm in a segue, um, I had another segue I was going to do, but I guess I'll save that for my job as a mall cop. Hey, yo. Um, but when I was in elementary so you went to a Christian elementary school, Liberty yes. Christian school. And I
1: turned out just fine. Just, just fine. how they wanted you to be. Yes.
0: they. I bet if you went back and like, hey, teachers, this is my life now. How do you like it? This is how I spend my time day to day. They'd be like, wow, Zachary, we're so proud that you are the good, God-fearing boy that we hoped you'd be um but i went a good to your story you're right good segue <laughs> i went to a public school yeah and you know they're they're trying to take god out of our schools and out mm. of our starbucks sandwiches so you know <laughs> but i uh we had oh, something when i was in like fourth grade called religious ed and yeah because we were right across the street from a church and so like well I don't want to fucking it's teach you guys. for Like an elective,
1: right? And if you um, want to
0: take it or you had to take it. Well, here's the deal. You, you want
1: to take it because it's like a nothing thing.
0: Well, you would think, Zach, that's why you wanted to take it. But there was one girl in our class and she was like, well, I'm Catholic and my parents don't really want me to do that. And our teacher was like, all right, you can stay here and do this packet of work mm. or you can go across the street to the church and learn about Jesus. Oh, and my so god! so she did. Hmm. Uh, but it was basically, we went over there and they were like, okay, this is church time it was literally like bible like um bible study or like if you ever went to like sunday school or some shit like that and i sure did (laughs) and i like grew up in in church too so like i'm familiar with all of it and i was fairly you know i'm i'm down with all that you know especially at the time i was like yeah i i know this stuff and the heathens in my class were like what and i was like all right uh but (laughs) why the hell did we do that what the hell does that have to do with fourth grade it doesn't
1: there was non- probably I g- someone on the school board or administration that religion was really important to them. So they pushed to keep it around. And then I'm sure around that time they had to stop doing it because of certain things. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I Here's my thing. If uh, you're going to have
1: religious education, it should be religion, like education of religion and, and all of the. Yes.
0: Not let's go to this small conservative church, church for an, for an hour, hour during
1: school. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was weird as shit. But I remember they Happy were talking Easter. about Easter. Yeah. And they were like, and then, like, they told, like, the Easter story in their way of telling it. And it was really just, like, aggressive. Hmm. I just remember it being, like, not like, and then because Jesus loved us, he came back and he went to heaven. It was like, because of all of the sins of yep. those around us, this had to happen. And then he had to die. And if you sin then you will die and we were all like we are literally yep. like nine like well i'm terrified
1: <laughs> that that is a beautiful easter story and i think that is the end of the easter discussion portion of today's podcast yeah, yeah. happy easter everyone hope you enjoyed it uh, what easter candy what's your favorite easter candy
0: um i like the the Bunny-shaped chocolates, like the big chocolate bunnies, because I am not like Do you like ones that are
1: thick, or do you like the ones that are hollow and have some
0: give to them? Ooh, as long as it's not filled with anything, I can rock with hollow. Mm. But if I have, like, a thick boy of an Easter bunny that's, like, chocolate all the way through, I will f*** that shit up. That made me sick just thinking about it. I like Robin's eggs, Robin eggs.
1: Like, like, from the nest? Yeah, just fry them up on a happy (laughs) Easter morning. You don't know Robin eggs? Are they, like, the little tiny little doodads? They're little candies, and they're, like, speckled, colorful, and they're... Those are uh, cute. And they're, like, Whoppers. They're, like, malted milk balls, but covered in, like, candy and chocolate. I like those. I could rock with that.
0: I'm not a huge candy guy. Uh, As I get older, I
1: don't really like candy bars. I'm down for some bite-sized candies occasionally. Mm -hmm. And there are certain candy bars, like the Kit Kat, that I like enough to occasionally enjoy a whole one of. But, yeah, a Mm -hmm. whole... Candy bar gives me a stomach ache.
0: If I'm gonna have a sweet, I
1: would rather have like a cookie.
0: Mmm, I can rock with a cookie. I can go for a good cookie, or maybe occasionally like a donut. I I like donuts. Donuts are, are good for me. Seven Eleven has some really good donuts sometimes. If you go, big city it's, boy, you got Seven Eleven around. We have Seven Eleven. Huh? We have multiple. I even have a little uh little Seven Eleven card. I've never used it to redeem points, but I sure do scan it every time I go. Hell yeah, buy things.
1: I remember the first couple times driving on my own to probably Chicago with a friend and, and being young and like going to a big city for the first time and being like, oh, shit, they got a 7-Eleven. We got to stop and take pictures. You mean oh, I can get, get me a big inside. gulp and a pizza in this bitch? 7-Eleven
0: have, pizza is actually going to have I one can get
1: before. sushi and a <laughs> Slurpee?
0: <laughs> yeah, 7-Eleven is a sponsor a 7-Eleven.
1: They're not a sponsor, but we wish they were. Let's talk about community let's we're here to talk about season 2 episode 18 insane after this there's six episodes left of season 2 isn't that nuts wow that's we're talking about custody law and eastern european diplomacy which was directed by Anthony Russo. And here we go. Let's go through the credits. Anthony Russo, throughout the entirety of Community, he had directing credits on The Pilot, Intro to Film, Social Psychology, Home Economics, The Politics of Human Sexuality, Physical Education, Beginner Pottery, The Psychology of Letting Go, Basic Rocket Science, Asian Population Studies. And after this one, he still goes on to direct Biology 101, Competitive Ecology, and Foosball and Nocturnal Vigilantism. It was written by Andy Bobro, who is another classic mm community name who previously wrote basic rocket science mixology certification and in the future writes geography of a global conflict pillows and blankets history 101 intro to knots and introduction to teaching the episode originally aired march 17th 2011
0: wow uh anthony russo he sure has done a lot on this show he which has is done like- a lot Especially thinking about how big the russo brothers are now and how they're like basically like a household name it's really cool and see. how
1: big of a part they were of community
0: yeah That's it's great. really cool
1: it is cool and arrested development they were a big part of arrested didn't Development. didn't
0: they do the so, episode of arrested development that we covered i think one of them
1: did yeah I think yeah Joe that russo was cool. maybe. i don't know all right let's get into some trivia for this week's episode i have four
0: questions for you steven i think i have uno dos trace me on the ground with chalk like i am dead so you've only got three is what you're saying. That was a weird mm-hmm. way to say that. I'll give you two. What three things make up Chang's baby shower present? Ah, that was one of mine. That would be a cigar cutter, Maxim Magazine, and hot sauce. Okay, then I'll give you one more still. What type foods
1: are Choi and Abed gathering for their marathon video game session with Luca? It's like one word. They said we're getting a lot of blank foods. And then they say what? Mediterranean. No, they're getting
0: a lot of fork foods because oh, they've got to they don't protect wanna, their troopers. The, hmm Nice. Alright, go nice, ahead and good give me question. one. Um what channel is Bones on? According to Chang.
1: Well, you've gotta put the VCR on three, but it's on channel five.
0: <laughs> You're right. Nice. Circle gets the square.
1: What does Chang suggest he takes a break from circling help wanted ads to do? It's like how about we take a break and go?
0: Wah, wah. um cut the legs off of jeff's table again build a birdhouse ah i did not get that one and what do you have one more i do let's hear it what are the two things britta is allowed to tell troy and abed about the guys she's dating
1: uh whether or not they're left-handed and whether or not they're like genocide murderers or whatever whether they've committed a genocide is that there what it we is? go yeah Look at you. My last Just question for nailing you. nailing them like... P- yeah. Nailing them like what, Stephen? Nailing them like <laughs> what that starts with a P. Nailing <laughs> them like... P-
0: nailing like... P- nailing Palin. It <laughs> doesn't even rhyme when you say it.
1: I didn't even hear you say anything.
0: Nailing Palin. Remember that, that movie that came out? Nailing mm. Palin? No. No? It was a <laughs> movie... Um, I think right after the presidential election in which Sarah Palin was the vice president. Palin.
1: Oh, but it's like Nailin
0: Palin. Nailin Palin. Was an adult film. Let's
1: move on. Oh, I still have one more question for you. Mm -hmm. I just want to get away from that. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm sure it's a great film. I'll watch it tonight.
0: It was okay.
1: Britta tried to pass off one of Abed's hats as her own. What did it say?
0: Trekkies do it in yeah, you're so warp close. speed. No, Trekkies you, do it in outer space. You, you bitch. Trekkies do it in in light speed. Trekkies no, do it in, in the stars.
1: No, think of it, Star Trek space.
0: Oh, Trekkies do it in the final frontier. Yeah, I helped you a little too much, you
1: did. but I I needed you to have that. Let's move on to some yeah. fan questions from our maybe
0: I'll do better
1: blossoming and burgeoning fan base. Our rabid fans. Alright, I'm gonna read the, what Twitter are the DMs first. What of the thousands have we picked out to Um
0: to of all week? the correspondence we received this week, we picked out two that really stood out. Um Brian uh said sorry, couldn't be bothered to find the email. It's several places. So how uh, did she
1: here... <laughs> how did she get it to you then? Did you already um, say Twitter DM? Via
0: Twitter direct message. Okay. Um here's my trivia. How do Troy and Abed know Luca? Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't know. Yeah, they play the same video game. Do they? They have friends from class? Do they have a class?
1: Yeah, know? I I remember th- he played. He's really good at the video game, but I don't remember like how mm-hmm. they had met each other or where they know each other from. Um, who were
0: yeah. the guys that Britta has ruined for Troy and Abed? There was oh, Kyle, so many. Tal Kyle, Kyle, Tal, Kyle, Kyle Jeff. Jeff,
1: and I think I heard one of them say Pavel.
0: Oh my god!
1: And I heard a couple other names, but
0: yeah. Um, bonus. What does Kin Jong say slash think of to get through the baby scene in this episode? It has been mentioned a few times in the Darkest Timeline.
1: Oh, I'm not sure.
0: When she says baby scene. What? What does she mean by baby scene? I
1: think maybe she means when
0: he, like, kidnaps those kids. Oh. Well, say it again. Say it again. What does Jong say slash think of to try and get through the baby scene in this episode? To try and get oh. It's
1: I don't I think it's a scene when he uh uh when he was having trouble not laughing on set, and mm. he talks about how he'd always really think of morbid stuff to help him not laugh. He'd think about like dead babies and like puppies getting killed and stuff like that. Mm. I think that's what they're talking about. I gotcha. If we're wrong, please let us know.
0: Yeah, because we are. Um, her MVP is Chang. He did literally yeah. everything wrong in this episode, but he did it yeah. for the right reasons. Question mark. At okay. least he tried. She also says, um, also easy one. What is the full title of the movie Brita steals? That would be Kick Puncher kick Three. Puncher three. The Kick Punching. Or something okay. like that. Um, although Send she calls it Kick Muncher. Yes. Um, also, that's a
1: much different film.
0: Yeah, it's in the same realm. It is, and <laughs> Palin. Okay, uh, last <laughs> one. What does Jeff say? Greendale's motto is lower your expectations. Probably. Eh, shrug. You just gave a silent <laughs> shrug. Um. Thank you, Brian, for <laughs> thank you very much DMing us and for being a patron. Did we get any of them? Maybe we got like maybe two of them, but we, we don't, don't know. know. For sure. Okay. Yeah, we'll maybe remember it to check. Uh, no. okay. Not a mm. chance. All right, our dad sends an email. Hi, guys. This is an underrated episode by Andy Bobrow. My MVP is Britta. She sells every scene right down to the green scarf. The hoodie they're throwing around that says it's all downhill from here was made after Modern Warfare for the cast and crew. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Uh,
0: trivia what is the name of the kid's mom chang picks up la fonda la ronda laquanda Laquanda. i just cannot get a win today uh what version of kick puncher did luca want to borrow the third one the blu-ray dvd yeah yeah uh when britta is trying to get troy and abed to understand how bad luca is who is he way worse than tall kyle tall kyle he's way worse than tall kyle yeah, and uh, we got okay. The look, the answer that he was looking for for number two was Kick Puncher Three, the final kickening.
1: The final kickening. Okay. Thanks, Papa. Thanks. What is this? You're you're being very with both Brian and Papa. You're being very like, and that was an email. They, they, I love that they email us. What what what's this? What's this rift I sense?
0: You know, I have some issues with our dad because uh, one. I love Andy Bobrow's episodes. I love the Russo direction. Is this episode underrated? Is it? Is it underrated,
1: or is it just one of those episodes that when you put on, you say, oh, I forgot about this one? Mm. You know what I mean? I don't think that's exactly... Equal to overrated or to underrated, but it can have a similar feeling of like, oh, I'm I I'm noticing something that I kind of forgot about, so it's like, like I'm seeing we'll, something
0: for the first time. We'll talk about it in a minute, but um... no, we're just doing
1: a 25 or we're just doing a 25 minute episode today. So okay, I hope you good. guys liked it. It's yeah. been great. We'll see you next week. No, what yeah. were you gonna say?
0: Yeah, this in terms of season two
1: is your least favorite episode.
0: It really might be. I. I'll have to double check, but don't I think the think other a one
1: for me this season that was kind of a stinker was aerodynamics of gender with Hillary Duff and Abed diagnosing the bitches. Is that uh, this season? Yes, that was mm. early this season. Those are like the two low points for me. We'll dig into I, it. I don't know. I, yeah. I think I might like this one. A, we'll we'll talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Let's talk about some other things first. Okay. It's time to figure out how much you paid attention to, to how this much? episode regardless of not not yet buddy uh, regardless of how much you enjoyed the episode you know there's a challenge that's impartial to that right mhm
0: it is i take this part of my job very seriously i prepare prepare for hours every day all right so i uh, are
1: you feeling good then you've been preparing for hours That surprises me a great deal based off of your usual performance. Do you think you can – you're nodding a lot. You're doing a lot of visual stuff silently this week.
0: Uh, (laughs) So you're feeling
1: good. Do you think that you're going to get every single thing in the entire episode in 20 seconds?
0: I think that you're going to think that I have a script in front of me. Okay. Then let's
1: find out. We're going to listen. I've got my clock set up. You didn't introduce
0: the segment? I am. I've got
1: I, I I this is why I have the jurisdiction <laughs> over it because I know when to lead into it whereas you're just just so ready on my tail to jump right over it I have my clock set up and we're going to find out if if Stephen really is that prepared it would give away if Stephen watched the episode, the episode this episode week,
0: this week. <laughs> That
1: makes me so – I used to like this, and you ruined it. You've taken it
0: from me. Yeah. Sorry, I nodded again. <laughs>
1: okay, so I've got my clock set. I am ready. Are you ready to do this? Let me think for a
0: second. Yes, I am. That's how this works. Three, two, one, Go. It's Shirley's baby shower. Who's the dad? Is it black or is it Asian? It's going to be black regardless because Shirley's black. And then uh, sure, Troy and Abed have a friend from the Balkans and they like to play shooting games with him. But also tr- uh, Shirley wants Jeff to make Chang sign the thing that says he doesn't want to be the daddy anymore and then Chang kids have some black kids and the, and the guy's is a genocide doer and Britta is trying to bang him because she hates making things great. Stop. Britta sucks.
1: Britta sucks has to be stricken from the record for a couple reasons. Uh, and And I don't know. You got a lot of it. I I got more than I should have. Yeah, you got. (laughs) That's a good way to sum that up. You got more than you should have. You're right. I, I, I. Well, you're wrong. I didn't at all believe that you had a script in front of you. (laughs) Uh, You got quite a bit, though. I don't know. Did you mention anything about how Chang was trying to like better himself and like come off as a potential good father? Nope. Okay, then I think it's a. Then I think it's a. B-minus this week because you, you did get a lot. I'll uh, take there that. There were a couple ums, and I think that was a big thing you left out. Mm-hmm. Let's move on from that. It's an episode that we're going to have some thoughts on. It's not going to be just another week of this was great, this was great, I like yeah. this, I like this too. But in it, what was your favorite funny moment?
0: Um, Either Britta, like when she first was trying to flirt with the guy when she walked in and was like, Doing, like, awkward stance, and Troy and Abed were like, no, leave. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Or when Shirley was like, when did you ever – oh, so we're just going to try and assume, like, we know it's in Chang's head or whatever. And he's, like, spinning around in a circle chasing (laughs) his backpack. That was pretty funny.
1: That was a funny moment. Uh, For me, I came up with two. I think the – you know, honestly, this wasn't a laugh out loud episode, but that doesn't mean that there weren't jokes throughout it that worked for me. So mm-hmm. I was kind of picking for ones that I just felt like nailed it a little bit deeper. And I liked the meta commentary of the it's all downhill from here hoodie. Yeah. Uh, and I that was one. And I also kind of in the same scene you were talking about. I like when Troy and Abed, Troy especially, when he's like, oh, look, see, we still hang out with Jeff all the time. Hi, Jeff. How are you?
0: <laughs> I thought that was a funny moment. That was great
1: and let's go right into yeah what uh, there's some stuff in the air about this episode clearly uh what didn't work in it for you
0: i just think here here's what i will say to some of this episode or to mm-hmm. like the fact that i scrambling could explain so much of it in so little time in an epi- in a sh-
1: television show like community
0: where i normally cannot yeah The fact that I pulled a B- out of my ass today shows that this was not the top tier of episodes. And I think just because this season's been so strong, if this were in season one, it'd be fine.
1: Yeah. Even its lesser episodes in season two have been really strong lesser episodes. This Mm -hmm. is the episode I think that now ends a streak of really great, phenomenal episodes week after week we've been on. And -hmm. it's not going to last very long. And it's not like this episode is offensive. No. But yeah, there's two storylines, really.
0: And Pierce and Annie are not in it at all. Not to mention this was probably the worst end tag I've ever seen in my life.
1: Pierce and Annie, yeah, they were hardly in it. Uh, Britta is, is making some choices this week. Uh, Troy and Abed are are always a highlight, but they're mm-hmm. really kind of an afterthought in the episode. yeah I guess at the 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 best thing I can say that I really like about this episode is doing some sort of thoughtful stuff with like Shirley and and, and keeping tabs on her relationship with Andre and bringing back Andre. I think that was good to see Mm-hmm. But also, that episode wasn't exactly one of the strongest episodes of season two. And then this felt like kind of a little bit of unnecessary continuation because they know that Shirley's going to have to have the baby eventually. Yeah. I don't know. It just, this episode just did very little for me, honestly. There weren't a ton of things that made me laugh out loud, and Community always, no matter what episode it is, has some jokes that really blow me away, that that catch me off guard and make me laugh, even when I watch it three times in a row. This one was a little bit harder to watch three times in a row. Totally. And, yeah, I don't know. And maybe it's a case of they make 24 or whatever episodes a season, so it's it's insane that nineteen of them are are absolute standouts. But yeah, this one's kind of a maybe a B minus episode.
0: I don't even know that I'd rate it that high, Zach, in my Let's dive into it and see. Yeah, let's Blues Kidoo and I guess we can too. Do you like did you like Blues Clues growing up, Zach? Did you watch a lot of blues clues? I
1: loved blues clues yeah. to the point where I had a blues clues notebook that I would use to Hell play yeah. around.
0: Mm -hmm. nice nobody would ever go looking for them so then I would go (laughs) find them yeah Blue's Clues is great that was like one of my favorite things when I was like homesick from like school when I was younger Mm -hmm. I loved watching like Blue's Clues DVDs or VHS's I guess at the time I remember there being
1: some Blue's Clues movies that I really enjoyed
0: mmm I was always now I was well aware that Blue was a girl growing up. I that was not like a shocking thing for me. Some people are like, Blue's a girl? And I'm like, yeah, they refer to her as a she pretty consistently. Same with Magenta and Green Puppy. But Yeah,
1: I don't think I really cared that much. Yeah.
0: Did you ever watch uh, Blue's Room? That was around when my brother was little. Um Yeah, I think I was one.
1: it was around the time when I was like nah, well, why? And yeah. stopped watching it. But if I had a younger sibling, I'm sure I would have been yeah, it perfect was fine. to watch it.
0: It was like not as bad as you would think it would be. It was What when... about the new one? There's a new guy. Uh I stopped watching when, when Joe was Joe. still there. Yeah. Right. Is is he black? They get a black man? I think man?
1: he might be of Asian descent. Mm. I don't know. He he's not white and that's always progress.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: And I guess they've done some stuff where, like, they brought Steve back for a second in the very first episode. And, Uh like, Joe and everybody was Remember when everybody thought he was dead? Yeah. (laughs) When Nickelodeon really just fired him because he was bald. Yeah. Let's talk about community. A lot of the jokes in this beginning of the episode where everyone, including Andre, is in the study room celebrating Shirley's baby shower. I I think there's
0: some good jokes in this bit. There are some good ones. I thought there's some funny stuff here. Starting with
1: Annie's two gifts, uh Annie doesn't get to do hardly anything in this episode, but she has a little bit of a presence in this opening scene. And I really like the bit of she got them both jokes, and they set it up to make it seem like there's two differently raced dolls based on who the father of the child is. But when Chang excitedly opens the second one, expecting to see one that looks more like him, it's a framed note from the doll company saying that they're going to do better and have more <laughs> variety in their dolls. I think that's a funny joke. And yeah. the way that Chang opens it up so excitedly and then also shows the note after it's not what he thinks it is pretty excitedly too
0: is funny. <laughs> well, and it shows just how happy Chang is to like be included in this at all oh definitely and you know that
1: he probably just showed up I don't think anyone probably would have asked for him to be there no and if I can say anything about this episode it's that I don't know if I can say that it's a good Chang episode, but it's a great Ken Jong episode. Truly. All of the stuff that Chang does in this episode, Ken really throws himself into with the different costumes and props and actions all throughout it to where it's a, a type of unhinged Chang on display that we haven't quite seen a lot of.
0: Yeah, I, I think that this is really his kind of, you know, it's been a while since we've gotten this much crazy chang in an episode it's normally just yeah. like bits and pieces like even in the uh drug awareness one yeah it's just like a splash of chang and i think he's great in that episode but this it's it's a lot of it now, I don't think this
1: exactly proves that more than a splash of Chang is, is always a delectable treat. Yeah. But it's, it, if there's anything that stands out in this episode, it's the dedication of Ken Jong's performance mm-hmm. in this episode. What do you think about this traditional maize, maize
0: porridge from Ghana? That looks not appetizing. Apparently, they
1: made it like traditionally. They were talking about it on the commentary, and they actually made what it is.
0: <laughs> It doesn't I, look great, does it? No, I, it looks like hummus. And I like hummus, but I don't I do think too. that's hummus. I think it um, looks
1: more like a porridge grits. Well, they said porridge, but it looks kind of mm, like grits or something. Do you nice. like grits?
0: I love grits, but I've never had grits that look like that.
1: I don't really like breakfast grits very much, but I like like uh, cheesy grits or like shrimp and grits.
0: So I have, So there's like multiple camps with what you put on your grits, but you're, you're a cheese guy.
1: I think so, but maybe now that that's been my ticket into it, I should give them another
0: shot. But I'm a, I don't I'm think a sugar I like my grits, boy. Yeah,
1: I don't think I liked the like sugar and butter. My mom would make that, and I think I liked oatmeal better.
0: Mm. I, I I rocks with oatmeal. I like. Um, there's an oatmeal that my mom used to get for me called dinosaur eggs, and it had yeah. like these oh, little well, eggs that melt away. I, I've no dinosaur eggs. They I still f- make them. I think. love dinosaur. Well, and for I, my 18th birthday, it's what she got me was a box of dinosaur. I think I've seen eggs. them and gotten Hell, them yeah. before. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: This is con- uh, more related to grits, I guess, than dinosaur eggs, but we're trying this new barbecue place in town that I'm really excited to try called Ooh. Nerdy Barbecue, and Ooh. they have these ribs that you have to like pre-order because they always sell out, and I'm really excited to try it. That sounds awesome. I'm super down.
0: Hell yeah. Ooh, I want some ribs now.
1: Yeah, sorry. I'm hungry, so I apologize Mm -hmm. to the listeners if there's a lot of food talk this week. Sometimes I'll eat a little lunch right before we do this, but today I kind of got started a little bit worse than I usually Mm -hmm. do, so I've barely eaten anything. I had some frosted flakes. They talk about how regardless of what the baby looks like when it comes out, it's going to be surely an Andre's baby. (laughs) And that's what the episode is about, how they're trying to relieve Chang of any involvement in this baby. Yeah, But I didn't really think that there was that much confusion on that, you know? I, I didn't quite... I, I thought the episode before this, it showed that Andre was very much in Shirley's life and, and he was recommitting. He even said in that episode that he's committing to that kid regardless of who the father is. Exactly. Chang's been kind of like a weird bystander and, and been weird about it, but I don't think there was any... I mean, Chang has never come out and been like, gonna yeah,
0: open? I'm going to raise this kid or like share. like No. like I think it's pretty clear that it's going to be raised by Shirley and Andre. I mean, he makes a face there for the sake of this episode. To make it look
1: like all of a sudden he feels bad about the thought of that. And I did have the thought earlier today that I'm glad that Community at least never made it that Chang was, like, romantically uh, irked by Shirley. Uh, It feels like the show always just kept going with the Chang and Shirley potential baby plotline, but they really wanted to get it out of the way whenever they could, and I wish they would have just not done it then. Agreed community is the type of show that's been able to write so many things off in good ways like it was nothing like the Slater relationship or mm-hmm. like Pierce's pill addiction or uh, there's one other that I was that, that came to mind that now escapes me but why couldn't this have been one of those things that in an episode they're just like oh yeah well, we find we found out that Andre is really the baby or, or like the it, they could father. like
0: think about it for one second and then like Chang like you find out Chang like something he, I don't know, stood next to a microwave for too long or something, so he can't do that. Yeah, I don't know. That's funny. Yeah, yeah that, that would have been worked. funny.
1: Yeah, I, I wish this would have been one of those things, but it's not. And instead, we get another episode about it. Yeah. And Pierce shows up for like his couple of lines where Shirley's uh, Andre makes Shirley feel better by comparing himself to Joseph, mm-hmm. Jesus's father, with this new baby, and Pierce like who hadn't been in any of the shots before this, there's like a single shot of him in a chair, which makes me feel like there's a chance he wasn't on set with everybody Possibly. Else. And he says that uh, Joseph was history's biggest chump, mm. meaning Joe Kennedy. Yeah. Which I know nothing about. I not Not a Kennedy I'm familiar with. But Cheng says a couple of things that implies that he is interested in being around for this baby. He refers to himself as as a as an uncle and then as a as a weird uncle, but that's the last that's the the most he'll do. <laughs> He's got to be a weird uncle at least gotta be what did you think of choi and Abed's gift the the like the jug of water for when we're in nuclear wasteland times?
0: I thought that was kind of funny, not maybe as funny as they wanted it to be, but I I did like the sawed off, sawed shotgun, off shotgun joke, but they're expensive
1: yeah. already. Yeah, and then let's. There are a handful
0: of racially
1: based and sexuality mm-hmm. based jokes in this episode that don't work for me very well. No, some things about the setup they're trying to do with Pierce here I get and are a little bit funny, but okay. So Pierce says, "You people eat this," talking about the traditional Ghana food, and. Andre says something about, hey, you probably shouldn't say you people. I don't like how then Annie steps up to be like, oh, no, it's fine. Pierce is allowed to say that because we decided.
0: Yeah, like shut the hell up, Annie. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was my first thought. Uh, I And I kind of liked Pierce's. I uh, really got Jewish personed out of that one. It made me laugh a little bit, but yeah. not really.
0: Yeah, it I literally probably an went. easy huh. joke. It, you know what I mean? And it's Annie gives him a down. thumbs up, yeah. Chang is adorable when he's excited to give them the gift that's in a pizza box. Although, to be fair, it's a bigger pizza than he brought to the party. So
1: That's very, very true. But all of these things were taken from Jeff's apartment. So the mm-hmm. pizza box in the in the trash, probably. The Maxim from Jeff's room, I bet. Uh, the cigar cutter and some hot sauce. I hope it's good hot sauce. Jeff seems like the type of guy that might buy some expensive he hot sauce. He would have
0: some like artisanal hot sauce that like he bought for expensive or something i think that's something we should do for a pre-show do you like a hot one type thing you can get the
1: hot one set yeah they're expensive oh is it like well bottles of each sauce are like 30 or 40 dollars maybe you you can get more like a. That's the, the, a set that's smaller bottles or something yeah like for you to do that but we could totally do that both get ourselves like four or five of them and a set of some like uh some naked wings and i think that'd be awesome we could on. like
0: pick out like each of us pick out like two different sauces and yeah. Like for the other person yeah so we can like all try out four of them that'd be and we'd awesome. have to
1: do the last dab oh yeah if you're interested in seeing stuff like that, we're always doing more and more stuff like that over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast over on You Can't Disappree Show. Every week we go live for a half hour before we record this podcast. So if you really want us at our unbridled, haven't seen each other for a week lustful energy, that's the place to do it. I've always I've also thought it'd be fun if we did like a, like a cereal tournament kind of thing mm-hmm. where we sample a bunch of cereals together and like rank them or have like a like a bracket type thing for some cereals? I
0: think that would be super duper cool. I would love that right. cuz I know you and I both have some pretty strong feelings about certain cereals and I think yeah. that we could really get through that bad boy and
1: I've thought we could maybe dive into the current reigns of the chicken sandwich wars.
0: Oh, cuz both of us have tried just about all the ones that are around. There's
1: some new contenders. I've tried some new ones recently.
0: Oh, where from? Uh,
1: Burger King's got a new chicken sandwich that looks mm. better than it tastes. Okay. But uh, KFC has a new chicken sandwich.
0: Oh. That's pretty good.
1: That is the, the pretty close to the Popeyes.
0: Nice. I yeah. still. I really like now. And here's here's the the conversation I had with with Danny recently. Yeah. Because I was saying how much I liked the McDonald's spicy chicken sandwich, and she was like, well, the crispy chicken is, like, fine. I'm like, that's because you're eating the crispy chicken, like, a pansy. This is a Give discussion spicy. of spicy chicken sandwiches.
1: Well, here's the thing, though. When it comes to – and we'll have to save this. We'll have to do this now because we have a lot of thoughts. Mm-hmm. The McDonald's spicy chicken sandwich is a very tasty sandwich. Mm-hmm. But I've had spicy chicken sandwiches from McDonald's where the chicken is really weird. Mm. And, like, I've had ones that aren't good, and I've also had ones that are really good. Whereas Popeye's and now KFC, they've always got that, like, really thick-cut chicken that's really tasty and juicy every time. And the sauce is just about as good, too.
0: Well, I'll stand by, even though it's a little bit different because it's not, you know, in response to the Popeye's one or the Chick-fil-A one. But Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich for me will always, always be a mainstay. Yeah,
1: You can tell it's a light episode of Community this week. (laughs) Yeah. There's a little bit of discussion about why everyone in the study group or on the campus is obsessed with race, and then we get our dean appearance for the week where he shows up. Yeah, with, what would you call the hat that he's wearing? Do you know?
0: I'm sure there's a name for it, but it's what I always see people like in movies and TV shows when they're like working in the fields, like keep not be burned while they're working in the rice fields and such.
1: I like the Dean's appearance in this episode. Kind of, even it isn't quite as hilarious yeah. as it typically is.
0: I there's a couple like physical comedy things, like the fact that he reaches into the him
1: snacking uh, on the food is mm-hmm. the best thing that happens. And it was like, oh, this. Is, well, who am I kidding? This is just gonna go straight to my thighs. He immediately goes funny.
0: in with two fingers and is like, mmm, munching on it. And he's like, I might as well just rub this on my thighs. And I, yeah, I liked as he's that. doing
1: that, they're ta- uh, Troy and Abed are talking about Luca. Uh, let me go back so we can mm-hmm. see what how they say. They met Luca, other than that they like the same video game. He's in Troy's class. Mm. He's awesome. He rolls his own cigarettes. He's got an accent. That is Liz badass. Video games. They're introducing him to that. They like him a lot, so they're, it's really important to them that, that Britta doesn't become sexually entangled with him, because that might affect their newfound friendship. And it's not a storyline that I like at all this week. No. I don't like the storyline at all. I don't like the character of Luca very much at all. I don't like the the real world of the things we learn about Luca a little bit later in the episode. Yeah, and I don't like that Community did like a really kind of hacky uh, "Don't date the guy, our friend" because it's it, I I I just don't like it. I, I and I really want to like it. I go into every episode of Community. And, and maybe it doesn't feel like I do sometimes. But every time we sit down to watch Community, I'm excited just to sit down and watch an episode of Community. Yeah. Even past the point of forgetting that I have to talk about it for two hours afterwards. Because they usually surprise me with their, their humor and the, the chemistry between the characters. Even when I know every beat of the episode already. Mm-hmm. And this one just didn't do it for me, well, unfortunately.
0: I don't like the Luca storyline because, one, it is them just painting Britta as what they – turn her more into is just like a incompetent and inc- complete mess of a person, which yeah Brit is a yeah. mess, but not like sleep with every friend that they have and then ruin them type of yeah. person I also yeah. don't like that, okay we have an Eastern European character but surprise, he committed genocide on everybody and I'm like, yes. okay, they could have literally stopped it at the, he has an accent and rolls his own cigarettes, that was the joke that was enough, that was fine And then they're like, Oh, but also he's from a war torn country and he was on the wrong side of it and was burning villages and killing babies and And he misses the blood running through the water. Yeah. And pair
1: that with how I'm not that interested in the Chang Shirley thing either. It's just kind of negatives on both sides. Yeah, and I think all of the other episodes that we've not really liked an a plot or something, there's been something else going on that we've enjoyed, and there's not that
0: much of it. In even this my least me. favorite episode, uh, probably the art of discourse. Yeah, even that one had Troy and Abed doing the fun college stuff. Yeah, and the really funny
1: like fake college song that's at the end of it. Yeah, or even basic genealogy. Had, with uh, Catherine McPhee had some had thoughtful, st- it had some thoughtful <laughs> stuff with uh, Shirley's kids and Abed's family. Mm-hmm. And it also had the moment of Britta being spanked yeah. while Troy's crying is and Jeff barges into the room. And this episode doesn't have any standout moments like that for me, really. The thing that cuts us into the theme song is the Dean talking about scooping the stuff onto his thighs, which is a funny line, but it just seems like everything's running at, like, Half speed
0: this week. Yeah, it truly does. Not the does.
1: performers, but the writers and even some of the camera work, and it, it's just
0: there are some. I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know if this was like a a rushed week or like something happened. If it was like coming off of like a holiday when they filmed it, you know, maybe they really went nuts for for St. Patrick's Day this year, <laughs> and they're like, oh, we got to get this edited together. Or you know, they had a really raucous, you know, spring solstice, but like. That
1: yeah. Arbor Day parade went Man. way longer than they expected.
0: You know there's a whole Charlie Brown episode of, about Arbor Day? I love that. Yeah, they play it. Well, baseball. I'm sure
1: Charlie Brown's been around for 100 years. I'm sure they're like, we got to keep these holiday specials are doing great. But, yeah, I mean, the Juneteenth one to... was
0: really great. <laughs> top <Yeah>. <laughs> tier. <laughs> it's just Snoopy going around oh. calling everybody a cracker the whole time.
1: <laughs> linus's blackface
0: uh, <laughs> i mean yeah, and they thought well because he thought pigpin was doing it but he was really just dirty because you,
1: you have to remember that it's from a specific time and at the time <laughs> what linus was trying to do was actually really good and, <laughs> and, and he was he was showing that black people are just people
0: there is a black and, kid on charlie brown right there's one
1: yeah but they weren't going to give him any lines well and,
0: <laughs> come on and
1: linus's blackface was too far and the lips just really (laughs) it really really drove it home
0: yeah my sweet baboo but she added an "n" at the end that was the that's really made it bad
1: next we're gonna see some headlines of like
0: these libs are trying to cancel (laughs) charlie brown just because of a little
1: juneteenth blackface
0: (laughs) what do you want us to celebrate you or not I dress up as Uncle Sam on the fourth of July. Do you not want me to dress like Kunta Kinte on the day of your? Oh my god.
1: More fish for Kunta. (laughs) Okay, so now we're in showing Abed's or Abed's dorm room and they're playing video games with Luca and yeah, Luca is really good at the violent video game that they're playing. He talks about how some stuff in his, out the village that he's from is really, uh, is really intense, and like kids get guns when they're young, so that's why he's really good at the video game. Luca is just not. It's, it's the community doesn't usually. Maybe that's not true. They typically don't do bad stereotypes like this. They do occasionally, but this is a bad stereotype. This without, one's pretty
0: aggressive.
1: Poking fun at—that's what they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's supposed to be.
0: I, I think that he's legitimately supposed to be a character. Like he is not supposed to be like, okay, this is a joke of a person. Like he is a character in this episode. To us. Yeah, that's no way. British girl up, of that course comes to... in and looks like that. Although the funniest part of Lucas' entire character is the goddamn jeans. That is the single funniest thing. The, What's so funny about the, the jeans with like the embroidered pattern on the ass? Because that. Oh sure. Pretty. Pretty, you know, not to, that, not the least accurate thing I've seen in the episode. I like the jeans. They're great. You know what I
1: don't like? So Britta's here, starts flirting with Luca, and it's a really awkward flirt session. Some people might like this moment, think it's funny. I usually love cringe humor, but Britta's bad interpretation of a Britney Spears song just made my testicles go so far up inside my body. I chuckle. And
0: they haven't come down yet. I chuckled with the first line that she sings and then she sings a second one. It goes on too long and I feel like I
1: can sense how much Gillian hates doing it and how it, it just, it's just not a great moment. Not a great moment. Uh, mm. Br- Luca decides that he's going to get food for Britta. The date's happening. The guy's are really annoyed about it. This is when we get the moment where they uh, groan after a lot of the things that are said where it's like, what do they say? It's uh, like I'll cook you dinner. Oh, I'll give you my number. Oh, it's like you guys are are her boyfriends. It's like ah, that moment's
0: kind of funny. But mm-hmm. even
1: that is pretty sitcommy.
0: Yeah, it's just because Donald
1: and Danny sell it really well.
0: It, literally, that's why. Because there's because because they do make funny with their mouths. If only we could. We try. We try to make funny with our mouths, but.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, now we get another reiteration, like 40 times in this episode where Troy and Abed explain that, that she can't be with Luca because it'll ruin their friendship. Uh, in the past, everyone that Britta has dated, that they've been friends with, she's brought up something horrible about them that makes it impossible to date them. And that's pretty much all of this storyline. Uh, that- it's funny Carl, when she's- Todd, Kyle, yeah. Richard, Fred, Tall Kyle, Jeff- Jeff Nipple play Winger. It, that moment's funny when yeah. we do see that this is a long pattern. But I, I like what you said. You're right that it does paint some things about Britta's character that I wish they wouldn't.
0: Yeah, like Britta does not so far seem like the type just be sleeping with all these guys. Like She's, that, but She
1: seems like lax with sex when like the relationship that she and Jeff had. But yeah. it seems
0: like it's with people that she knows. Like even like she was with Vaughn and you know she like yeah she we know Brita dates guys but not that she like immediately sleeps with every person that Troy and Abed bring around
1: and you know what if i'm going to be griping about stuff which it feels like that's what we're doing today mm-hmm. i put it as one of my funny moments but now that i think about how the, the sweatshirt that they use here that's from Paintball that they pull up, and it's like it's all downhill from here. The fact that it's a joke from on set that they decided to use in the show, I kind of almost don't like it because it feels like they were like, oh, this is funny. We should put this in the show. Okay. Here's, so they
0: wrote it in. The real reason I don't like it is because it's so far removed from Paintball. And it'd be funny if it right after Paintball, like, okay, we're not going to top this. But season two has topped it several times over already. I think that they've had multiple episodes better than Paintball.
1: If they had done this like in the end of season one, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree that there have been better episodes in paintball.
0: But like, yeah, it's just this is towards the end of season two after you already have like shown that you're sustainable and that you have funny stuff.
1: Yeah, the usage of it in the episode doesn't add anything to the episode. And Britta's mean to Troy and Abed, who are asking pretty nicely, like, "Hey, don't mess around with our friend." And is like, I'm going to do what I want, which I guess Britta is entitled to do, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if I what were say? Troy and Abed in this situation, yeah. and I've brought a couple friends around this group of people that I trust before, and now I'm not friends with any of those people anymore because mm-hmm. of the awkward situation of Britta boning all of them, to use, use, use the word bone. Um... <laughs> <laughs> If I I'd be like, hey, Britta, we like this guy. I'd enjoy sh- having a shared interest with him, so please don't sleep with him. And she's like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna sleep with him. And yeah, I'm
1: like, I feel like at a point you'd be like, that's okay, aggressive." Well then, f- you, we're not friends anymore. Yeah! Yeah. What's Britta really doing for Troy and Abed, right? Uh, here's a scene that I don't exactly hate in this episode, mm-hmm. that pairs Shirley and Jeff together. I always don't mind that they do that. Shirley is trying to convince Jeff to get involved with the situation and be the person to tell Chang that he needs to back off. Uh, He needs to sign this document that Shirley's put together that waives him of any rights. And uh, Shirley convinces Jeff to do it by saying that Chang will listen to Jeff and Chang respects Jeff, which is true.
0: Yeah, very Jeff Winger to say, hmm, I see a bunch of pieces of paper stapled together with writing on it. Gotcha. <laughs>
1: not for me, but yeah. he just has to get Chang to sign it. I, I, I I'm, Jeff must have been a horrible lawyer. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah, whatever. I don't need to read it. Then he'd go up to the front of the, front of the jury and be like, okay, what is law? And then they'd all be like blown away.
0: All the women are like, oh, my God. And I kind of like that he like warns her. He's like, I think you're good. Like Chang's not going to raise this kid. Like I think you're fine. Like just don't make an issue where there's not one. But surely uh,
1: after that is right to point out it's Chang and are we really trying to say that we understand his thoughts and we get the cut that you had mentioned. It is a very, very funny moment of of Ken just nailing it, chasing his own tail with a a huge full backpack on his back. Again, another thing where one of the highlights of this episode is that even if the material isn't always the best, every time Ken is on the screen, he's doing something
0: worth watching and laughing at. And I love that because he very much could have played this role, not like that committed to, you know, because at this point he's relatively well known outside of the show for his, you know, be it not usually main roles, but as like roles in like the hangover and stuff like sure. that. But he still is giving his all to that one little scene that's going to be in the episode for two seconds, you know.
1: And Ken has talked about how he was really insecure about his acting skills because he had started acting like kind of later in Mm -hmm. life. And that when he was on Community, maybe not so much in the second season, but there were times in the beginning when he would work on each episode like with an acting coach who was, like, helping him through this. And I'm sure none of the other people were doing anything No. Like that. <laughs> so it, it really shows that Ken Jeong is a very, very dedicated actor.
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: And Jeff agrees, as always, reluctantly to help.
0: That was kind but, of a they, funny they, Jeff line. God
1: bless you, not yeah. lately. Yeah. Then we cut to a really, really, really awkward makeout session between Britta and Luca that didn't really have to be as awkward as it was.
0: No, it, it Br- sure did not.
1: They're just really... In this whole episode, Brita acts like an alien who's yeah. never had to do any of this stuff before. She, she's so strange in this episode.
0: Yeah, it's a really weird episode for Britta. So Britta is gonna Britta,
1: I guess, and she did hook up with Luca, and she begs Luca not to say anything to Troy and Abed. And Luca's not a character, so he just says, Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Said
0: I good secret.
1: <laughs> and then he begins to give a little bit of information about where he's from and how there are things that he doesn't talk about. And I don't like the turn. It makes sense. Of course, that Brit is going to Brit So she's yeah. going to say, Oh honey, you can talk to me about anything. But I knew that there was pain in there. I don't like that. Then when he starts talking about the stuff, then Britta's like horny for it. And they start kissing again.
0: Yeah, that does track, track for Brita, but also what doesn't track is that he's like, I'm good at secrets. Oh, let me tell you everything about the genocides that I've committed. I but, like, them. the
1: rivers run red with their blood and stuff like that. Brita seems like the type of person who'd be protesting people like that.
0: Yeah, she'd be like, we have to do something. We have to like stop that. this.
1: I don't know. Well, because she thinks that he's
0: a victim of it at first. You know, she doesn't know that he was the one oh, causing you're the rivers right, blood. Oh, you're right. And then she's like, wait, just – because he said I miss it. And that's what – she was like, hold on a second. Right. You know the the fact that he used the word cleansing but he keeps saying things that's I'm that like, make oh. it
1: very clear that that's not what's happening though, right? mm mm-hmm.
0: Mhm. Uh now this was stupid but it was kind of funny at least the first time watching through it when wah, wah, wah.
1: There's so many goddamn how I met your mother jokes in this episode. That's and the what show it is. is so much oh, better. Oh my than
0: god, it. that's exactly what that was.
1: And I've I've given them that as a as a backwards insult before, but it's there's a lot of it in here, and I don't know what it is, because this show has itself so well figured out, and like, how can a show then can put together a half hour as tight as Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, where each character has a focus and a goal and a part of that story, or at least a fun thing to add, and then this one that just feels so written off.
0: Yeah, I... Yeah. This is
1: the type of episode of Community that makes me feel like if someone in our lives watched just this episode of Community, they'd be like, why do you guys do a podcast about Yeah, that? totally. They'd be like, hmm. And the trombone joke, I, I get why you could chuckle at it the first time, but I, no, I don't think it's very funny. I think it's no. some, How I Met Your Mother, there was the joke where like they had neighbors that f- all the time Yeah, and on the show because... Ted was telling his kids the story, he would say that they were playing bagpipes, Mm -hmm. so you'd hear bagpipes, and then the character's like, oh, golly gee, they're f***ing again.
0: Also, Uh, plot hole in How I Met Your Mother, so you can't talk about the neighbors having sex, but you talk about Barney banging every creature that ever lived. It's fine, Ted Mosby. You the whole episode about porn. That's
1: the only plot hole in the entirety of How I Met Your Mother, so I think we're good. (laughs) Yeah, airtight.
0: Hey, Spencer, come on, man. I have yeah, woman Luca's, in here. Luca's got a
1: roommate who plays a trombone, and they set it up first where there's the moment where Britta realizes that Luca's someone that she's going to have to ruin yet again, and we hear a womp, womp, and he think it's a cheesy instrumental, but no, he's got a, a person practicing the trombone, and he slaps on the wall to make them stop. Yeah, okay. Here's some funny bits, too. Every Mm -hmm. time you see Chang in this episode, it puts a smile on my face. We cut to Jeff's apartment, and Chang is cutting bits off the legs of his table to even it out with a little saw. And I love the way he's just, like, gnawing away at it with the saw. (laughs) He didn't look for any jobs. He was going to, but the table was wobbly, so he decided to fix it, and he very much didn't.
0: (laughs) The table, I'm sure, was literally fine before. Uh, must be the floor. Don't don't saw the floor. Don't saw anything. Also, I'm how many tired saws? Of do you confiscating think? saws.
1: Yeah, how many he had that?
0: to take away at this point?
1: Well, he's gonna have another one yeah. in a couple
0: seconds. <laughs> Chang does not have a job or an actual gift for his possible unborn child, but he does have a collection of tiny saws.
1: I also like the joke when. Uh, Jeff hands Chang the document that he's supposed to sign, and he says, parental rights? You're adopting me? (laughs) (laughs) That was a really cute moment. (laughs) Community does do a good job of, if they're going to put Chang into storylines like this, they at least never try to make him anything other than Chang. Yeah. But the show works a lot better when they learn to give him, like... There is an episode in season six where his whole plot line is that he got bit by a cat mm-hmm. and his hand gets really infected and puffed out. Yeah. And the entire episode, he just walks around saying, I got bit by a cat and showing off like his f***ed up hand to people. And it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And the show is way better when they let Chang do stuff just like that. Just
0: do, yeah, just be Chang.
1: Everything's lazy this week. Jeff's not even willing to do a winger speech several times in this episode.
0: Yeah. He's literally like, oh, if anybody asks you, tell them that I did a thing. Cheng sad. Cheng starts to
1: cry. I do like again. Ken is so funny. I like his crying faces. He's like scrunched up, like <laughs> is really funny. And he's feeling bad. He thinks that this might be his last chance to be a father, and he's not exactly willing to just throw that away. And I kind of get that for Chang, even as crazy and unhinged of a man as he is. but but what does he really expect to come out of this, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not like Shirley has any interest in him being in her life at all. And he like he's he's a mess. Chang is homeless, jobless, and is, I guess, taking classes at Greendale.
1: Yeah. Jeff says a couple of things that backwards imply that if Chang got his life together and got out of Jeff's apartment, that he might have a chance to be a part of the baby's life. And Jeff, understandably, is very wanting to get Chang out of his apartment and says, yep,
0: you got it. (laughs) Try that. That's it. That's the ticket. Do you think Jeff's
1: too much of an asshole in this episode?
0: I think he's a little selfish, but I don't think he's necessarily as, like, awful. Because here's the thing. Shirley should not have asked Jeff to get him to sign those papers. That is not his responsibility. Like, I get that, like, yeah, he lives with Jeff and stuff like that. But <laughs> it's kind of funny when Chang tries to saw the, the papers. But yeah, I don't. He looks up at Jeff with the papers like, you mean? And Jeff's like, yeah, buddy. And so he takes out another <laughs> saw
1: and tries to hack at him. Why well, do you keep getting these?
0: But I don't think that she should have expected Jeff to get him to sign them anyway. Cause if there was an issue of Chang not wanting to do them just because Jeff asked him to wouldn't mean that he necessarily would, you know?
1: Yeah. After the commercial break, Britta walks into Troy and Abed in the cafeteria. I believe the next day they're stocking up on food before a video game marathon with Luca and Britta has now the perspective of knowing things about Luca that the guys don't know and the repeat cycle of Britta dating their friends, I guess. Yeah. Brita kind of fishes around asking like questions like, what do you guys really know about this guy? <laughs> and they immediately know exactly what's up because obviously this has happened what, like, it seems like ten times. They had named off like ten names yeah. earlier.
0: And so it's happening again. They're annoyed because Brita is like gonna ruin their new friend, which they said was gonna happen. And they know that Luca's kind of like been around some
1: shit. I don't think they know that he's genocided but they know that he's been in a rough village and like the kids having guns and stuff so yeah they're they're down on Britta for being too desensitized
0: yeah and they know that like that he's ruinable and that's the thing they just don't want to know this stuff because they're like why would you need to ruin somebody that we enjoy hanging out with like it doesn't affect us
1: yeah also in the lunchroom Jeff walks up to Shirley and Andre, they don't really give a great reason for Andre being around campus so much this week, do they? Nope. He's just just there. Shirley asked him for an update on the Chang situation, and he says that he gave his most convincing speech ever and it didn't take, but that's very quickly proven untrue because Chang comes in looking very uh, fatherly.
0: Well, and I like what Andre says here because she's like, we need him to sign it. And he's like, need is a strong word, but surely would feel better if we had something in writing. But he's like, it doesn't really matter because I'm with you and we're going to get through this. But surely it's still hard on the, I need Chang to sign this and promise that he's not going to have any right to this baby regardless. Which yeah, is kind of that- shitty. Like, I get that Chang is crazy and unstable, but at the same time, if he's the biological father of the kid... He gets to have at least some
1: say in what part he would like to have. Yeah. It, and then it's agreed upon based off of that. Exactly. One thing that I do really like here is the way that the show has rehabilitated Andre's character. Yeah. he's uh, likable. We always now. heard how much of a scumbag he was. And then I like that they brought him in and they didn't take away any of the stuff that he did. But they made him a real guy who has made a mistake and has recommitted to his partner. And it helps that he's played by such a winning presence yeah uh i do hate how obviously they couldn't have had malcolm malcolm jamal Jamal or jamar malcolm jamal warner obviously they couldn't have him around the show all the time Mm -hmm. so he had to be kind of like someone we hear about more than we ever see but then there's a point in the show where community just kind of writes him off and shirley says well uh uh andre left again and that's like the last we ever hear about him which so, sucks because like he did for have now. such
0: a turnaround and like you're like okay cool he's back in the lives of her and the kids and they make but you I like do him. think
1: when it happens I think it's because of Shirley and not because of him I think so maybe they do give a slight reason I don't remember anyway exactly. Chang shows up in his full Mister Rogers is esque with the with the pipe thing is world's What's greatest this? dad okay. mug. And he, he's just trying to uh, show off that he's a mature adult now. He's talking about the stock market, about building birdhouses, about looking for jobs. Uh, it's it's a it's a funnier image than it is actual bit. Yeah. He's really trying to prove that he's got his act together and that the that the baby. Is gonna be his I like the way Ken Jong plays off the line talking about the tap tap tapping of Chinese feet across the tree <laughs> tops, the way he like moves his eyes from side to side, like he can really see it in his head, because Chang probably can. I'm I wouldn't be surprised. And it's yeah. And it's really cringy because Shirley and Andre just don't want anything to right, happen. My main mentor, I thought that was kind of a sloppy writing line mm-hmm. also if I'm being honest. Well, because they
0: want to be like, okay, well, let's make it clear that Jeff's responsible for this. And, yeah.
1: Yeah, Jeff tries to leave and Shirley chases after him because this is Jeff's fault, apparently. And then there's a really funny, kind of sweet moment between Chang and Andre. I really like Andre's demeanor. He's so, like... I do, too chill about everything and Chang has that really funny line. One of the funniest, most undergoing lines in the episode of why do I have to put the VCR on three if Bones is on five? Which brings a- me
0: to an exciting thing today, Zach. We have a very special sponsor of this episode. Uh okay. Bones Thursday nights on Fox. Circa two thousand eleven, I guess. That's right, everyone. Bones. Find out. I've never seen an episode of it. So when I... Find out if
1: Bones finds more Bones.
0: Is she the
1: Bones?
0: David she the Bones? Do they
1: find Bones? Are they going to Bone? All this and more on Bones. Bones.
0: How many do you have in your body? She knows. Theme song by The Crystal Method. That's true. Uh, When I was in France, uh, when I lived there...
1: Les Bones, les Bones, hey, <laughs> les bonbons. Les
0: bonbons! Um, for TV is all in French, right? And that's I, a hassle. Well, yeah, I would imagine uh, you're in France. So my mom and I, or my mom on iTunes bought all of Bones in English. Yeah. So you had something to watch. Yep. And we like plugged this little laptop in and used to hook it up to the TV and we'd watch Bones. That's the story. Stuck
1: in another country and you need something in English to watch. Bone. Bones,
0: bitch. <laughs> uh on shout bones. out to um the main little boy from uh Freaks and Geeks cuz he grew up to be a psychologist on a Psychiatrist on Bones.
1: For one week only, send us pictures of your bones and you'll get a free complete series, 8-track box set of the complete run of bones. You know what? If somebody sends us a picture of their bones, bones.
0: like, and I'm not talking, like, them under your skin. I need to see your goddamn bone. Okay? If you show me your actual bone...
1: And hashtag them, send us them bones for bones.
0: I will send you the complete series of bones. Uh, Mark my words. For this week only, that means you have from Monday... Because a Patreon member would not stoop so low. Uh, you have from Monday, April 12th until Sunday, April 18th to send me dim bones.
1: Yeah, guys, come on. What are you doing? Just send us your. Bones. <laughs>
0: Just send us your goddamn bones. Is it that hard? Just
1: send us some bones. You don't. What are you, what are you doing with them?
0: You're using all of them. Doubt Give it. Teeth don't count. We're not giving you the Blu-ray though. That shit's too expensive. Nope. I will send you a digital download code <laughs> through Yahoo screen. to Which is watch really a torrent
1: link from the Pirate Bay. You may get fined for the bones. But you'll have bones. And we might get fined for their bones. But send us them bones. Send
0: us those bones, please.
1: So, yeah, now we get a scene where Shirley's angry at Jeff and that this is Jeff's fault. And it's, it's not. It, it, Jeff... Maybe he should have like said, "I'm not gonna do that. That's not my my place." But he didn't, and Shirley got what she got, and she should just move on and do whatever she has to do now. She's mm-hmm. not taking any responsibility.
0: Well, and here's the thing: is Shirley and, like, uses
1: the "I'm pregnant" excuses on him?
0: Yeah, th- that was almost funny. I guess the second time she said it. Um uh, yeah, she's like trying to have this whole blowout with Jeff because he didn't make this person sign away the rights to their potential unborn child. And it does not put Shirley in a good light. You know, I think it makes Shirley look really selfish. And I get she like wants to raise this child with her stripper banging ex-husband.
1: And if that's true, she just needs to say that to him. She just needs to tell Chang that because Chang will probably say, oh, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'll forget about it after he sleeps.
0: Literally. He'll
1: go back to the vent and you'll, f- yeah. Shirley is not taking any responsibility here and she's asking other people to do it for her. When, you know, she's the one who got herself into that situation. She's the one who uh, uh, consensually had a sexual encounter with Chang. They must not have used protection. Um, she needs to be willing in to take some type of responsibility floor, in Shirley. situation. Well, that's the best place to get pregnant.
0: Well, better than most.
1: The tile, you know, it gets your your Ooh, your glands nice cool. ready. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, sure does get the nothing like the flush of an automatic toilet to get my juices flowing.
1: Yeah, and, and surely it what
0: your juices flowing? Okay, mm-hmm.
1: and 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 surely gets gets Jeff feeling bad. So I I almost don't think the writers knew
0: that this is bad i don't think they do and jeff isn't really taking her that seriously yet because he's like i mean come on (laughs)
1: but when does jeff ever take anything seriously fair and he just kind of leaves he'll probably go on to fix the situation but i don't know it it doesn't
0: paint a good look on shirley and it makes jeff look a little bit better in comparison Mm -hmm. i think so i don't yeah like you asked me earlier if, if i thought jeff was like not a bad jeff week Not a great Jeff week, but not a bad one. It's not a great anybody
1: week. No. Except for one person that I've kept mentioning. Yeah. Uh, So one thing that is a little funny just isn't non sequitur. uh, When they're all playing video games, we cut to Troy and Aved and Luca, and it's just Luca saying they must die like the maggots that they are. It's (laughs) just a funny little non sequitur. Taken out of context would be funny. Luca's killing all the villagers and shows them
0: that they can get more points for doing that i don't know yeah what what kind of game are they playing like although this was 2011 which would mean that it was not too long after modern warfare 2 the call of duty game came out which has a very famous level called no russian where you play somebody who's undercover with like this russian terrorist group and you go into an. it's like an infamous level because you go into an airport and you literally mass kill a whole airport full of pedestrians yep they didn't do that anymore I mean,
1: the Grand Theft Auto games are about you outsmarting the police and killing prostitutes and shit like that.
0: gotta get my $20 back, Zach. Britta shows up (laughs) and
1: she's going to... I don't know. She's now got a plan of how to... Uh, get Luca out of the situation. She's here to kind of get some more dirt, to spread some more stuff. It's just not a good look on on Britta. Let the let them have their friend and let them find these things out about him themselves. It's not like he's particularly shy about it.
0: No, she's literally just there. To, she's like, oh my my hat. Ooh, I came to get this. And you know Something what's that's bad, Very cause... very
1: clearly one of those, yeah.
0: Because Abed is so annoyed with Britta. That's how you know she's just being the worst right now.
1: Yeah, the way Britta does the whole,
0: wow, Luca,
1: you're really good at this game. There must be a reason. I do like Troy, as though your flirtation <laughs> technique is hilarious, but even this, I don't really buy the the conversation about them playing video games and stuff. Doesn't even feel like Troy and Abed that much. No. It feels like old
0: men writing for kids. Yeah, he just set fire to a farmer's, bang, bang, you're dead, ha, ha, ha.
1: Save your tears for your dog mother in hell. Everyone laughing
0: like good friends.
1: And and Britta leaves, but before she can get all the way out, Lucas stops. Not her, but she thinks he's stopping her. He he's really stopping to notice that they have a Blu-ray DVD of Kick Puncher Three, the final kickening. This whole DVD thing being spurned up just by him, like looking at it like that, and aha! It, it seems like the writers just were really looking for a way to get out of the storyline, right? Aren't we all? Aren't we? All? <laughs> You let me borrow? No. Let's talk about this. I have a, you know, I, I like to, I have, I have a bit of a DVD collection. Yeah, you do. You know, I I got some stuff, and I'm the type of person that if someone's like, wow, I want to watch this, can I borrow this? I would like to think you absolutely can, but I am pretty anal about it. Oh yeah, I Don't am pretty f- up like. Well, I'm more worried about just because I know that people take things, they put them on shelves, they watch them, put it back on a shelf, or they never watch them Mm -hmm. and leave it on a shelf and you never get your thing back. So I'm definitely the guy who, like, I'll be driving around one day and be like, oh, it's been about 35 days since they borrowed my DVD. It's time to, like –
0: And you show up, crash in their windows. You're like, where's my f***ing movie,
1: punk? Where's my f***ing Ted 2, bitch? (laughs) Give me that
0: Seth MacFarlane – comedic sequel i'll never watch again yeah uh no i get that i i i don't um would you be that way if someone
1: wanted to borrow something from like your manga collection
0: yeah somebody wanted to borrow my manga i sure would um want it back now i i'm pretty i wouldn't say super anal about my manga the only not too not too anal about that manga uh, i mean depends on which one i'm reading but I'm. Um, uh, but, yeah, I would definitely be like, okay, Good. you can read this. I So I'm all for if you're at my place chilling, read away. I am here. But you don't want people to take it home. People aren't very nice but to books.
1: taking it home and reading it is the best way to read something. Yeah. Uh, so you're not okay with letting people borrow your stuff is what you're saying.
0: Here's what I'll say. Uh Danny and I are... If you are, know the person to be trustworthy. Yeah, so I. So Danny is into anime and reads some manga. So I have her read some of my stuff. And I. she's probably the only person who I've left a manga with to read.
1: So here's the question. If we lived in the same city, would you trust me to take a book home? You, yes. Do you mean that?
0: I do. I think that there's a chance that something could get spilled on it. But I think that but there's I always that But I think you that know chance. that I'd buy you a new exactly. one if anything happened. Exactly, exactly. I I also know that you would you take care of media, and you yes. value it. And I you would understand. not let you borrow my shit. Well, I well yeah, I I would write this side up on the wrong side just to fuck with you.
1: Funny, that was a yeah, that was a funny line too that yeah. stood out to me. It made me almost miss that Pierce wasn't in this episode. Do you, right you
0: remember when DVDs used to have two sides and one was full screen, one was widescreen? Were you a full yeah, screen I or widescreen guy? Like that.
1: When I was younger, I was full screen. Me too. But now that I know more about film, because when you see full screen, I don't know, you're like, when you're oh, younger, you're it. like, bars on the screen, I want the whole screen. Literally. But when it's the whole screen, they're stretching that widescreen image to fit. So you're losing some of the sides and some of the tops. So really, if you want the full image, you watch it in widescreen. So now I would never watch. Anything I'm in
0: glad that screen. we've had the same experience. Because when I was a kid, I was like full screen all the way, dumbasses. Why wouldn't you want the full goddamn screen? Because
1: black bars are so annoying because I was yeah. a kid, I didn't know shit. But I now that I'm like a, older, I'm like oh widescreen. A screen. DVD that's so old that it's double-sided mirror, and it's one half of the movie is on each side.
0: Ooh shit, nice. Back when they couldn't fit all that all that info on one yeah, side of a laser disc. It's burned into a compact disc with lasers.
1: So I, I, I related to Abed's mm-hmm. stuff about borrowing stuff. And, and Britta picks up on that as it could be her reason to get rid of Luca. I don't know. It's and here's another shitty that thing clutter. that yeah. Britta does this episode. Okay.
0: Abed literally says how important it is and like how much he values his stuff. She understands how Abed is. And then she steals it. Then she steals it. And tries to blame it on someone. Yeah, oh, Britta, what are you doing?
1: Britta, would you please leave? I agree. Mm-hmm. Would you please leave? And I love Britta. I do like the way that uh, <laughs> they all say something about Britta as she leaves, and and Luca has the she's strange. I thought she's that was strange. funny. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about food earlier. I am so hungry. I've got like that pit in my stomach feeling. Oh, I've
0: ordered Uber Eats. Ooh.
1: Well, we're trying that new barbecue place at six.
0: Oh, you got a snack before then, buddy. Otherwise, you're gonna be so hungry that when you take one bite of ribs, you're gonna get full. <laughs>
1: yeah, but now what am I? I don't really have a snack here. And if Yeah, I, and I have to get. Lily I from disagree. Look before. in the mirror, baby boy. Hmm. I've been really kind of wanting to try F- Mr. Beast Burger. Um, is there one of those by you? Yes, and it's a virtual restaurant, which means. Any restaurant can say, we want to sign up through Mr. Beast Burger, have a virtual restaurant, we get a little bit of that change.
0: Okay, I always see it in my, like, able to, like, order it, but I don't know what it is enough to do it i know mr beast is always like i gave someone random a million dollars because i have yeah. all the money in the world yeah uh so it really
1: depends on and you you have no way of knowing but it depends how good it's gonna be i guess depends on who's making it or what restaurant's making it
0: i hope that it's like some guy like in his garage and he's like i am mr I'm beast, mr. beast. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: he uh, uh here it's this really good like uh golf course restaurant does it oh cool heard they're really good i want to try one really bad
0: yeah get one Munch on it.
1: What if I. Oh, shit. I, can't, I shouldn't fing do that. I literally have half of a fajita in the fridge.
0: Mmm. I'll. From Burrow. Vegeta, that's a Dragon Ball Z character. Okay.
1: Well, okay. So we get another Chang scene, which is funny the way that he's really intensely dad scrubbing his shoes. <laughs> and Andre comes up to give him some advice. And I like that it's Andre. Yeah. Like Andre is the one who comes up to him. I and he's like, too. oh, great, I can do this. Uh, where's my pipe? <laughs> and he has to put his pipe in to make it a dad conversation. Very funny. It's on your mind, neighbor. They make him say neighbor. <laughs> and Andre gives him some good advice and really friendly advice. Andre's got just such a friendly face and he really says, does. for his sake and Shirley's, that he needs to calm down and just let some stuff go. Chang does not take that the way that you would think he would take that. Because he's like, you're scared of me. You're jealous. He's, he's like, ah, your spot. And I'm, I'm threatening you. Certainly not threatened by Finn <laughs> Chang. In any way, shape, or form. I don't think that's his thought. Uh, and he gives Chang some nice advice and speaks from his experience about being a dad and all the stuff that being a dad entails. And how Chang probably doesn't want that unless it's happening like for real or for the right reason.
0: Well, and I think that Andre does a nice job of, like, owning up to the fact that he hasn't been a great dad, so he does understand what it means to be one now. And probably more so than before, he values that because he said, like, I've been a dad for 11 years and a good one for nine of those, you know? So he acknowledges the fact that he hasn't been around and he wants to make that change, but also it's a lot of responsibility to be a dad. Mm -hmm.
1: What's this bit about Chang saying, well, who do you think put the aluminum siding on the pool table? If you
0: look at the pool table, yeah, I don't know why he did that.
1: Well, I guess it's just more emphasis on Chang being Chang.
0: Yeah, and not knowing what dads actually do.
1: Yeah. Because he thinks dads just put siding on stuff. Yeah. I wish we could have gotten a glimpse into Chang's childhood at a point. Oh, my God. That would have been outrageous. learn about his parents. I would like to think that
0: it was totally normal. And he's just that insane. <laughs> he had um, a love
1: we need Young Chang.
0: Mm. I would watch Young
1: Chang. Have Ken Jong still play him? <laughs> Have Ken Jong play Baby Chang and Papa Chang?
0: Yes, that'd and be great. Mama Chang. Um, now this is totally unrelated because Chang is Chinese. Yeah, and this movie is about a Korean family. But the you're saying
1: there's a difference? Yeah, uh, not to Chang.
0: Um, about did you the see? Boat? No, I like Fresh Off the Boat. I never watched um, it. But it was good. It was, I liked it. I liked a lot of people that were in it, I think, which made me like it more. Um, the movie, Mirai, Miraini the Minari. one with Steven, Ye- Minari, uh, with Stephen Yoon.
1: I haven't seen it, but I want to watch all the Oscar Yeah, we've films, talked about I keep it. I telling myself that I want to, and then I don't watch it. Did anymore? you
0: see that the little boy from that won Best Young Actor from the Golden Globes and had a really – or uh, Critics' Choice – uh people's choice award some choice SAG award maybe
1: that was recently
0: it was it was one of the choice awards i know because it was like a best young actor thing okay. and he like accepted his award over zoom but he had like the sweetest acceptance speech and he like cried it was so cute but and we can talk about this more another time but just because i want to talk to you about this uh in the critics choice or in the golden globes it was not it just won for best foreign language film But Mm -hmm. it was not nominated for Best Picture overall at the Golden Globes because it did not meet the 50% English language requirement, even Mm -hmm. though Inglorious Bastards was nominated and also did not reach that requirement. And people are like, well, that's racist. I don't think that's true. I think Inglorious Bastards is more than 50% English.
1: Is it? I think so. I think there are at least characters that speak English throughout the entire film.
0: Yeah, uh, there probably are, but I think there are long scenes in German,
1: German, but I don't think it's anywhere near 50%.
0: Okay, the video that I saw that was talking about it said like mentioning glorious bastards because that's the only reason I heard about it was from a. That's video. a good
1: point finger, and maybe it does, but I don't know if I agree with that. Not saying that Minari shouldn't be nominated for everything. i I yeah. heard it's a phenomenal movie, and it got nominated for best picture. Yeah,
0: beginning. I watched the trailer yesterday, and I was like, this looks really good. You
1: should watch all the Oscar trailers; they all look really good.
0: Mm-hmm. You look really good.
1: You look so good, baby.
0: Oh. We're at the hour
1: and a half point where things just get real weird
0: from here on out. Yeah. You're looking so My, light meat for community as we've said before. Also, here here comes Britta.
1: Yeah, Britta comes up. Abed they know exactly what's going down. Abed says, "My DVD is missing." And Britta takes no time at all to blame it on Luca. And the way that she like fake acts like she's just coming up with it on her own, how she says "cake muncher" as it I hmm. that, Do you think Britta is really getting the title wrong or she's faking getting the title wrong to make herself seem like she has nothing to do with it
0: this week it could really be either one unfortunately wasn't that the you don't think unless now (laughs) you
1: can't be friends forever no
0: no luca (laughs) troy and abba just ended looking at her with straight faces
1: and okay so Abed taking video of his dorm room is something that tracks for his character, but it's yeah. yet another kind of sitcom cop-out that they just so happen to have video footage of what happened. Yeah. They show the footage of, of of Britta taking it, just sneaking into the room and taking it while they're playing video games, and she's been caught. Oh, no.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Troy calls Britta a monster because she's just ruining people for fun.
1: And then Britta can't take it anymore. She has to tell the truth. She tells them all the stuff that he's a war criminal. Uh, they don't believe her, but uh, but he really is. He's genuinely a yeah. war criminal. And something watching this episode, for whatever reason, I thought maybe the him being a war criminal thing ends up being something Choi and Abed came up with to get Britta not to ruin their friends anymore.
0: But yeah, no, he nope. just is a war he criminal. He is a war criminal.
1: And he may be a war criminal, but at least he doesn't borrow DVDs without permission. Exactly. They don't believe Britta. They don't believe that he's so worse than Tall Kyle. I wonder what
0: Tall Kyle did. You know, it could have been nipple play. Could have been all sorts of things. Also, is it Jeff's nipples that were in play? That must be why... For a while. And I'm sure it gets tedious after a while if it's not what Mm. you're into, right? Well, that's why he's got to protect them, right? Because... He's got to have them he's ready he He's got to have his... those babies ready. It's just yeah. like Troy
1: and Abed with their fingers, you know? You, yeah. You got to eat fork foods with those nipples. You can't, mm-hmm. just, you can't just leave them out.
0: <laughs> Don't want to grease willy- up those troops, yeah. Now we
1: get another diversion in this episode where Jeff walks into his apartment and Chang is there with who we're led to believe are Shirley's kids, and he's pretty much kidnapped them to, to show that he's a good dad by, by being a good dad to them.
0: Right. Uh, bingo. s his name. Oh, this little scene is
1: funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chang working with the kids is funny. The kids in the scene are funny. Jeff yelling at him is funny. But then it's not funny that after this, the episode has to spend the rest of its runtime resolving this. Now.
0: Yeah, they kind of Be- were like, okay, what are we going to do? Because the kids end up not
1: being Shirley's kids, and Chang is just uh, just just kidnapped some
0: random kids. And it was a funny joke that they weren't Shirley's kids, but it was a waste of time.
1: It's not funny that it turns into Chang ratting on Jeff, Jeff getting arrested, Chang getting arrested. It goes a little too far. And yet, still, Shirley doesn't really take responsibility.
0: Well, and it's all resolved in, like, an hour. And let me tell you, what would not be resolved in an hour, somebody's kids getting kidnapped, you know? Like... Oh, what? She, yeah, here in a, in a second, I, I, it's a light week, so
1: I guess we're already pushing towards it. Here in a second when they're in the holding cell and Shirley comes up and says, oh, Jeff, are you okay? I'm sorry. Uh, she's not pressing charges. She's not pressing charges? Her, Her children were, were kidnapped. kidnapped. Yeah, there's no chance that that's something they can just shake hands away from afterwards. Jeff is taking the kids home to their right place, and Chang calls the police on Jeff to make it look like Jeff kidnapped them. Uh, that feels like season four, like Chang Nijia Chang, something that he. Would yeah,
0: do. he's like, oh, um, how much do you pay for anonymous tips on kidnappings? He's like, oh, okay, well, this fine. One's this on one's free. Me. That's yeah. a funny Ken Jeong moment. But mm-hmm. again, so many story elements in this
1: episode do little to nothing for me. This holding cell scene again. The episode would have been better. This line is
0: is the cop that's like, "I worked in maximum security for years, and those nipple guards are the gayest thing I've ever seen."
1: Jeff's like, "Oh, I doubt it," and the guy shrugs. Yeah, that's one. And then there's another line in this episode as or in this scene as Mm -hmm. well that that walks a bad line. That's not a good. You can make jokes about gay people. Mm -hmm. There can be gay jokes, and it can be funny. That's not one. No. Like, making gay jokes that are calling someone kind of a sissy, that's not funny. No. Joking about being gay can be funny, but likening someone who has something effeminate about them or anything and making that sound gay is not funny. Yeah. And I don't really think it was that funny in 2011 either. And it
0: could have been kind of funny if you just called them, like, no, those are pasties. Or he was like, I worked at, like... if he's like, I know what pasties are, and those are pasties. That would have been funnier than saying, the, the, yeah.
1: Pulls down a shirt, he's got some on, too. He's like, oh, yeah. I no pasties.
0: Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah, a lot
1: of things in this episode could have been funny,
0: mm-hmm. but it
1: feels very first draft. Yeah. Yeah, Shirley rushes in, and because it's a plot, has to say, she's not going to press charges. And then, are you okay? I think first you'd be asking your friend if they were okay.
0: Probably but nope she's like hold on this is the joke
1: i didn't like when jeff says things about did you know you can make an ashtray using a snitch's forehead and andre right away says yep i don't like that is it because he's a tough looking black guy has andre been in jail as he i don't like that joke either
0: also jeff you were like probably in a holding cell for five minutes nobody was making an ashtray with somebody's head
1: if they were doing it, you were probably the ashtray. Yeah, <laughs> and Jeff apologizes when this has all led to him getting arrested for something that he had. Both very apologies at the end of this episode are with.
0: so stupid and not warranted.
1: Punishment is time served. Yeah, that Shirley still is taking no responsibility. In a better written episode of Community, Jeff would have been the type of person to call Shirley out.
0: Yeah, being like, look what his cause because you poked the bear when I specifically said don't poke the bear.
1: But instead they're like co- corroborating with each other to get Chang in jail for longer, for yeah something that Jeff got out of. Mm. I do like how his Chang's being taken away when he like says to the girl who's in the hallway, oh, hey, Tracy, how you doing, baby? <laughs> I said on the commentary that every time they did that shot that he would say something different. That's funny. But yeah, this episode rushes to a place to wrap things up. But if you think about it, there are just so many things that don't work about it that feel really rushed together. Yeah, and this makes Jeff look bad. It makes Shirley look really bad. How they're just trying to get rid of Chang by getting him in jail for a long time. Jeff's going to testify that Chang tried to sell kids, and if he throws in something about teaching them Spanish, come on.
0: Yeah, I think that it's a pretty tasteless child-trafficking joke to throw in there. I think maybe that's not the best move, community, but, you know, yeah. go on Good off. thing Andre is like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. But then
1: he gives a speech to make Shirley feel better about herself, kind of, right?
0: He's like, I cheated because I was a coward. You took me back because you learned to see the good with the bad. Like, What? She clearly the, didn't-
1: That's the Greendale effect. Lower your standards was the school motto. It's like hmm. they're they're giving a lesson speech at the end of the episode, but nobody's learning anything, and nobody's no. really even saying anything with any depth to it. Nope. Look, I know you were ashamed about Chang. Hell, I am too, I bet. But locking <laughs> him up is not gonna- Yeah, the lesson learned is we shouldn't make Chang go to jail, not that I should just tell Chang that I don't want him to be a part of the baby.
0: This joke was not that funny.
1: I like the joke because it's complicated as a bunch of old people. Is it really? I think that it's old? like it's it's complicated. That's the one with is,
0: Jason Bateman, right?
1: No, it's complicated. Is like Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin, and it's about like two old married people that have oh. like an affair together or something. Like I was thinking of a different one. Jurassic Park. No, it's complicated. Okay, I think that's, that's funnier.
0: Funny. That's funny. I was thinking it was the uh, just a different one. I couldn't remember exactly what the movie was.
1: And then we get our first Chang in a vent. He's breaking out of this jail through the vents because he knows vents. He does. I the saw Chang vent. Ha ha. Thanks. He apologizes to everyone. He apologizes to the officer who he calls Officer Baby. Apparently that was an improv from Ken, which is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And Chang gets dragged off to jail, probably. Cut back to the study room. Britta is looking in her book and Troy and Abed approach her. Are they apologizing to Britta here? They this literally the are. It's so stupid. I hated this.
0: I dislike this apology even more.
1: Go off. Let's hear it.
0: Because like they're literally like, well, we're sorry, Britta. We wish that you told us about him having genocide because that's something you should tell us and I'll never... like. Okay, yeah, sure. He was terrible and you can't get those images out of your head but I don't like that they're like... Why didn't you tell sooner? And she's like, well, I didn't want to be the one to ruin another guy. Yes, you did, Britta. You absolutely wanted to be the one mm-hmm. to ruin another guy for them. You tried constantly to ruin the guy for them mm-hmm. and to and end the, the re- friendship. And how
1: Abed even is like, the reason this happened is because we've been too hard on you. What? Like, No. I mean the the realization, the agreement they come to at the end of like, okay, you can just date whoever you want, just don't like tell us stuff about it. Yeah, is a good way for this to end. But you're right, that apology is so weird and yeah. unearned.
0: And also, why do they have matching green bandanas?
1: I think there's a thing there. I don't know what it is though.
0: Mm. This and was then funny.
1: Britta ruins catfish for them immediately after agreeing that she's not going to ruin things for them anymore. it it, it is funny but is it that funny no not to end the entire episode on they all walk away and that is the end of the episode That's the end of the episode, and don't worry, though. There's an end tag afterwards. If anything, the end tag will be something like weird and zany and off-the-wall and funny, so we kind of forget about the weird ending, and we're laughing at the joke, right? That's yeah, let's break how it, it down.
0: So we've got Jeff's on okay, his Blackberry. Okay, so they're sitting around the
1: study table. Let's see. Jeff is looking at his phone. Camera's moving real slow. Oh, Annie's type-typing uh, away. Annie but they'll explain where she's been all yeah, week. Yeah, she's going to say something funny, I bet. Um, no
0: surely texting with a smile. texting
1: too, at least she's kind of doing some like mom like laughing oh ho, ho at the stuff on her phone Ah, uh, Pierce is typing on a calculator it's gonna he's gonna say something funny, do that math, Pierce that's the joke he's gonna it's about Pierce no, oh, Troy's texting, I like that his tongue is out mm-hmm. and then he raises his eyebrow uh, my favorite of these is probably Abed playing his iPad, mm-hmm. Uh, he's playing a game, making some pew-pew noises. He looks satisfied. He checks the time. Oh, and I guess study group's over, and they're all leaving. Hold on. Britta, Gillian literally looked like she wasn't even in character.
0: Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. What do you think of that intag this week, buddy? I think that's the worst one of the show so far.
1: I, if anything, I get that the joke is... They're, they never study together. they all just end up looking at their phones until it's time to go. Yeah but apparently they said in the commentary that this is a incomplete end tag. They filmed another section of it that comes after this that they decided to cut in which everybody leaves except Britta and then Jeff turns back around and gives her a birthday card because it's Britta's birthday and he's the only one that remembered and then the en- that's the end of the episode. And that's not any better. No, it's not. (laughs) That's the end of the episode. This was a swing and a miss kind of from Community. Now, look, Community's lesser than episodes, and especially Community Season 2 lesser than episodes, are better than so many other shows. However, the good episodes of this season have been so incredibly amazing that this feels like they could have done so much better and they just kind of chose not to.
0: I would rather watch this mini episode than this. Wow. And you I know I how too. much I, I hate I, this movie I had episode. less of a
1: problem with that episode. And in it, I'll, I'll say f- my MVP is Chang because at least Ken makes a meal out of all the material he's given this week. He's given quite a bit of screen time. They ask him to do a bunch of weird little stuff, and he makes them all funny because he dedicates to them a lot. Even if I don't like that he the way that he's tied into the storyline – uh, yeah, I gotta give it to Cheng because he has a lot of moments that make me smile this week. What about you?
0: Yeah, I give it to Chang, too. I think he just has the best performance. I didn't even And nobody really love... has a strong showing. No, I didn't even like the, like, Mr. Rogers stuff that much. Like, it's a nice visual, like you said, but, like, The that's stuff that it. he
1: did was funny more than that he was being that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's
1: it. That's where we end this week. Yeah, I know you
0: gave this a B- a at the beginning dour. of the week. Uh, do you stand by that score? That grade? It's hard for me to give Community other than Season
1: 4 anything in C territory because I think even when it's bad, it's better than so many other things. But So maybe if I bump this down, the worst I could do is probably a C+. Plus.
0: Mm, yeah, it does not get a C plus from me. I don't, I don't give it a D by any means. I give this a solid C minus from me.
1: Them. But I enjoy talking about it. It's always yeah. fun to, to discourse over episodes rather than just love everything about it. Let's take a quick look. What are we doing next week? I hope we're coming up uh Next one.
0: week is the, the movie one. Next the... week
1: is Critical Film Studies. Yeah. It's the My Dinner with Abed Andre Pulp Fiction episode. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to make time for myself to watch My Dinner with Andre before next week.
0: I've never seen My Dinner with Andre. I've seen I've Pulp Fiction seen several Wallace times.
1: Wallace is in it. Do you know who Wallace Shawn is? I don't. He's the guy with the voice who's in Princess Bride.
0: Oh! Melich!
1: And, and he's uh one of... No, he's... I think he might be the inconceivable guy. Inconceivable! And, yeah. Nice. And I've never seen The Princess Bride. And Whoa! He, and he's one of the voices in Toy Story. He might be... um. He might be Rex in Toy Story. That yeah, sounds he's right. Rex in that Toy sounds Story. right. He was Jeff Engels in the Cosby Show.
0: Mm.
1: And right now he's on Young Sheldon. Anyway, I'm thinking about watching that movie to put some more context into an episode that when I was younger, the My Dinner with Andre episode meant very little to me because I didn't get it really at all. So I'm looking forward to diving into that. I know a lot of people really like that one and seeing if I can give it some more context. If you'd like to get in on that one, if you want to send us some trivia, your episode MVP, and your favorite funny moment from the episode, you can send them to us via email. Where can people email us?
0: Uh, You can email us. This one goes out to you, Brian, at podcast at gmail.com. You can yep, find was us touch and go on for a second. Twitter at. Now can't these disappoint are for podcast. other
1: communications. If you just want to hang out with us on the socials, sure. If you DM us your, your stuff for the show, that's fine. But the emails are really like our one stop shop to make sure we get all of them.
0: Yeah, if you want to hang out on Twitter, um, we are at Can't Disappoint Podcast. Nope. No, just we kidding. Aren't. We're at You Can't is a pod. Yep. Uh, on Instagram, we are at Can't Disappoint Podcast.
1: Yes, we are
0: on facebook we are you can't disappoint a podcast as on the youtube uh also make sure you come on down to the patreon at patreon.com slash you can't disappoint a podcast
1: two new nerd coming this month at some point uh, over on patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast what about they- Zacky pooh I can tell you that the next one, which will be recorded in about a week, we're going to talk about the pilot of a little show called
0: Glee. Wow, you're finally glee
1: So if you would like to come talk about Glee, get nostalgia about the pilot of Glee, that will be coming up on our Patreon soon, as along with another one that we haven't quite decided yet, if you have any ideas for uh, what you'd like to hear us get nerdstalgic about come become a patron and give us some ideas yeah Always become a patron so you can
0: make zach watch the cosby show yeah
1: patreon i'll do it patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast and that's what
0: we've got going on here that's the show <sighs> no yeah we're super excited about all the stuff uh like we said this episode was maybe not our favorite episode of the show, but it was that cool to talk mean that about. Yeah. It wasn't yeah.
1: great to do this podcast. I'm always excited to do this podcast.
0: Yeah. I like talking about the, uh, the not so highs of this show because especially in a season that has been such like, we've just had the show's genitalia in our mouth because it's been yeah. so good and it'll get back and mm-hmm. it is so good. Yeah. This show's genitalia is great. So
1: good. All right. Well, let's, let's wrap this up from inside the dreamatorium. Oh, uh, why don't you say it? What, what are we What are we shouting?: out? From
0: inside the Dreamatorium, Black Lives Matter, Stop Asian Hate. Um, a couple weeks ago, was the National Trans Day of Visibility. We see you. Yes. And I'm Steven, and I'm Zach, and don't forget to put in something
1: there about no blackface on Juneteenth.
0: Please don't. unless your one black friend tells you it's OK.
1: Yeah, I, I guess what's the black kid on Peanuts's name?
0: Sherman? Rerun?
1: <laughs> 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 I know. I. I uh, Franklin is his name. Franklin. Franklin,
0: it is Franklin.
1: I was I also my other thought was token, but that's South Park. <laughs> uh yeah. If Franklin says he can do it, Linus, I guess you got the pass. Yeah. I'm Zach. I'm Steven. And remember, Send us dim bones
0: for bones. Dim bones, dim bones, dim dry bones. But your bones can be wet. Just send us the bones. Yes, yeah,
1: send us. We prefer them at least dampened. Send us some Remember no teeth. bones. Remember, no teeth. We'll see you next week. Thanks for hanging out. Bye,
0: guys. Baby, don't be afraid. Cause afraid is just an emotion. A harmless little fee. Don't be afraid, baby. Don't turn around, cause everybody is laughing, pointing their little fingers. So don't turn around, you've got a but you can be afraid bones 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 bones
1: bones 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 bones
0: Alright. That was uh Law and Order Bones Edition. Bones in order? <laughs> really? <laughs>